This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. All right, it's 237 here on the Blitz 1170. What's going on? I hope everyone's had a great day so far. It's been action-packed since about, uh, well, Rick came on the air at 6 a.m. this morning. Uh, we've had an opportunity so far here on the station to catch up with uh, defensive lineman Nelson Caesar from Houston. Also Patrick Paul, brother of Chris Paul. Uh, from Houston as well. Moving right on through to Jalen Ford, linebacker at Texas. Uh, several guests here in the afternoon, including Kenny Logan Jr., the safety out of Kansas. We just finished up with Brennan Presley and Preston Wilson, and Mike Gundy made an appearance as well. And we are not done by any means as we now head back out to Big 12 Media Day with our coverage brought to you by Community Care of Oklahoma, your locally owned health plan. Who do we got with us, uh, Colby? We have Josh Cameron, wide receiver Baylor, ah, yes. joining us here on day one of Big 12 Media Days. Josh, how has the experience been so far? Oh, man, it's uh, it's just been awesome. It's really exciting and kind of surreal, honestly, being here, um, just getting getting to represent Baylor uh, and myself, of course. But um, basically that uh, the way that my teammates just put the trust in me, the coaches, um, to represent Baylor, I mean, it's it's just truly an honor for sure. We've heard other young men say that before that it is an honor. How how much of it? I heard you just mention, hey, it's surreal. Um, when did it hit you? Like, wow, you know, I've got a little bit of responsibility here. Not only am I representing the football team, you're, you're kind of representing the university as a whole, right, with everyone there at the media. So, do you put pressure on yourself coming into situations like this? Um, not exactly. Uh, I just go into the situation, um, just kind of prepare for it. Like as soon as I got the text, um, I was just, uh, preparing for it, um, doing practice interviews, things like that. Um, and that's all it is really. Um, just like it, uh, a game, you got to prepare for it. I just kind of prepare for this as well, kind of in the same manner. So you guys are all wearing suits. Uh, any sort of competition on best dress today from Baylor? Uh, not exactly, but <laughs> I think I look pretty good personally, you know what I'm saying? But everyone, we all look good. We all look good for sure, for sure. <laughs> is that something that uh, that Coach Aranda is, is open to you guys, kind of, um, I don't know, displaying a little bit of your own personalities with the way that you're dressed? Or do you kind of have, like, uniform rules that you got to go by when you're, when you're representing the uh, football program like this? Um, so we do have, like, uniform rules. Um, because he, he does want all of us to, like, basically be be like one, be in sync, um, just kind of like that team first, like, mentality type thing. So, um, like, on game days, like, we can't wear jewelry, things like that. Um, but when it comes to suits, it's just, you know, looking nice, representing Baylor and, uh, and just, just in a good way. I, I want to talk about your quarterback suit over there. Uh, I, I definitely think you've got him beat, but uh, you know he. It, I, I, that's not a bad suit, <laughs> I though. I mean, say, he's he, only quarterbacks can can do mm-hmm, something like that, right? Exactly, exactly. Just make it pop like that <laughs> for sure. Right. I know what you mean. <laughs> what about his personality that makes it enjoyable for you to uh, to play with him? Oh man, it's uh, it's it's just awesome uh, playing with Blake. Uh, he's just a really true competitor. Um, you can just kind of see that, um, that, that fire in his eye whenever you get on the field. And then um, off the field, he's just the nicest dude. Uh, you can chat it up uh, anytime. Like, he's, he's just awesome. He cares about people. Um, he just, he just, he's, he's, he's just a great dude overall, for sure. 
In terms of making the offensive jump from everything that happened a year ago to what we're going to see in 2023, where do you feel like the, the biggest improvements need to be made? Um, so offensively, I'd just say um, probably like the vertical threat for us receivers. That's kind of like been the main focus for our receiver room. Basically put people, put people on the map and let, let them know that we're here too pretty much. I feel like kind of looking back um, – we weren't really um, looked at as much, um, kind of like overshadowed by other receiving cores or something like that. But um, uh, throughout the spring, throughout the summer, we've just really been putting an emphasis on making an impact on the team because um, last year we were kind of the younger guys. Uh, whole We lost like Taekwon, things uh, like those guys. But this year, since we're the older guys on the team, we've definitely uh, taken a step up in that kind of leadership role and basically like, taking over like, okay, like, we know we know what to expect. Like it's our time now. That's been a position. I mean, for like what ten years, where mm-hmm. I mean, they've just pumped out big time talents. Exactly. Exactly. You talk about leadership role. Your career in itself is one that um, kind of. I mean, I would look at it and say, okay, this is a prime example of who I want to be a leader on the team from kind of taking a chance on yourself, right? From yes, from sir. what you did and then getting a scholarship. You got completely overlooked at high school in my opinion from the type of numbers that you had but you said all right i can do this and bet on yourself and then you got rewarded with a scholarship like you've you've been through the bottom and worked your all the way uh, to the top to where the position that you're at now how how did that change you not only as a person but also in terms of how you view yourself as a leader um as for me i don't think i don't think it really changed anything to be honest like even when I wasn't on scholarship to on scholarship now, I think I believe I'm still the same person. I try to treat everyone with respect, um, put my teammates first in situations, um, uh, motivate, really motivate everyone. I think I think that's the one unique thing that I can bring um, as for a leader. Um, I was once a walk-on, so I can relate to the walk-ons on the team, and now I'm on scholarship, so I can now relate to the scholarship people and basically just kind of unite that um, in a way, in my own unique uh own unique way what's the vibe going into this season obviously a year ago you guys were coming off the big 12 championship giant expectations this year uh needing to bounce back a little bit does it feel like a different vibe are you guys in a much different place is there a different approach like do you just completely switch things because things didn't go the way that you anticipated um i wouldn't say you completely switch things um but um the vibe as for the vibe i would say we're definitely there's like a definitely an extra motivation because playing in um tcu and negative whatever weather like people were like yeah no we we definitely don't <laughs> want to do that again so i would i would definitely say there's an extra motivation when it comes to that um basically like we're we're basically like we're, we're the underdogs i guess you could say so trying to just get back to that golden standard of uh being able to play here again i mean that's that's really just all 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 in our minds right now for sure you got to tell me what's behind the number 34 Right, a a unique number for mm-hmm. for a wide receiver. Is there a story behind it? Um, so I used to wear like number five going, and then going into high school, um, one of my teammates he took number five. So I was like, hmm, what should I what should I be? And I still played running back at the time going into high school. And so I was like, you know, I just I just love Bo Jackson's game. So I was, I'll be number thirty four. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, my man. So yeah, so yeah, I was I was still running back at the time. Then I made the switch to receiver. 
And I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm going I'm to keep number 34. Like, you don't see no number 34 receivers, like, ever. So I was like, yeah. And, I st- of course, I still like Bo Jackson. I mean, he was the most, one of the most explosive running backs who you've ever seen, strong. Like, he had it all. So, yeah, that was, that, that was kind of like the main reason for keeping number 34. And, yeah, that, that's my number for sure. Okay. I feel like you might be too young to know this reference, but what do you know about Bo Jackson's Super Tecmo Bowl? Oh yeah, yeah. There it is. There he is. He was Chico. There he is. Chico. He was unstoppable. Now I've seen all the videos on that too. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. <laughs> okay, so wh- now when I saw you play last year, and then I saw the thirty-four, like my first thought on that is like it doesn't promote like a, a, a like a sleekness, you know, to a wide receiver. Like mm-hmm. there are some good numbers and there are some not. Then I watched you block, my man. And you take on the Bo Jackson mentality of, of physical nature with your blocking. How much of that is uh, almost like a, a, a pleasure for you with how physical that you are in the blocking element? Um, so that actually, like, that honestly comes from um, my high school offense. Um, it was kind of like the same, um, uh, what's it called, the same mentality mm-hmm. uh, as is Baylor. Um, both, you had, you had the block. It wasn't just you're just a receiver. You just catch balls and then run and then you're just not doing anything like you you blocked um both in high school and then coming here I was like oh okay I'm I'm used to this like I'm already know what to do and so yeah be, being uh, at Baylor like being a receiver it's not just being a receiver it's called being a goon um block <laughs> yes. you do you do everything you do it's it's not just all flashy like you do the dirty work and we run all day You know what fits a goon? The old Bo Jackson Auburn face mask with the the Mm -hmm. bar in the middle. Like, you probably can't even get one of those anymore, but that would be the perfect completion (laughs) to that uniform. (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. Josh Cameron, wide receiver from Baylor, is our guest here on the Blitz 1170. Uh, with that mentality, you got future 49er written all over you, and I would greatly appreciate you there <laughs> in, uh, in San Francisco. So we've had these conversations on the air before. Uh, Colby, I, I think I speak for you in saying I am fascinated by Coach Aranda because when Absolutely. I watch Coach Aranda, I, I, I see the fiery nature that is, but yet maybe it's just a media thing. But he might be like one of the most polite, fired up guys that I've ever witnessed in my life. Oh what, yeah, is, is, is a he, storm brewing under there? Right? Is he truly a hey? You see what you get, or are those moments where you see that explosion of that energy, but also keeping it polite at the same time? What what is it like to play for him? Um, that's actually the funny thing. It's 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 you see what you get. Like I can go back to the uh, Big Twelve championship game. Um, he was smiling on the stage one minute and then right after the game and we were all off the field. He's just back to his old self. Like there's really like not like a wave basically with Coach Aran. It's it's you you see what you get. Um, he's going to coach you the same way if we're doing good. He's going to coach you the same way if we're doing bad. Like it doesn't matter. Like he's he, he just keeps that constant same energy. And, yeah, there, no, there's definitely fire, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we're in huddles sometimes. He's, he's getting guys up. Uh, trying to get everyone riled up, getting ready for the drive. Like, there's definitely fire in there for sure. All right, uh, final one before we get set to wrap up. Um, is there, since you are in, you know, from that area, um, is there a game that you go into the season and you always circle that you feel like in your mind, not saying that, you know, a team does it, but in your mind is bigger than any other game? Um, me personally, I, I, I honestly don't. Um, I really just focus on the game. That's going on that week. So, uh, really, the just leading up to the season, I'm just I'm just most eager to play Texas State. So, whoever's on, whoever we're playing that week, that's the team I want to be. Honestly, 
Well, dude, this has been a privilege chatting with you, Josh. Uh, we wish you the best of luck coming up in the season, man. Uh, go kill it, and uh, we always appreciate uh, you joining us here in Tulsa for on the sure, Blitz 1170. Sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That is uh, Josh Cameron, Baylor wide receiver, uh, joining us here on the Blitz Life and Big 12 Media Day. Community Care of Oklahoma, your locally owned health plan, brings you that coverage here. I like that kid a lot. And it's good to know that Dave Aranda is that exact same way. Matt, you know this. We've talked about it. Quiet, but yet also very seemingly controlled. But he is a defensive coordinator, so you know behind those eyes, it's like a almost trying to think of the movie reference I could think of. It's it's almost like Godzilla versus King Kong that's happening like behind his eyes at the same time when you stare into it. Because defensive coordinators always have this dazed look on their face that they could just break into a moment of rage at any time but he does do it within a certain realm of maturity that's how i would describe dave aranda almost a guy that i that you know would uh, shank you at any point in time if if he needed to good good great coach all right it's 250 here on the blitz 1170 we'll take a timeout uh we'll come back we'll get set for the three o'clock hour next here on the blitz as half the crew is live at big 12 media day at&t stadium the tulsa football oilers are back in action on saturday that is a 6.30 pregame with Luke Hamilton here on the Blitz 1170. And if you're going to the game, remember, you could be upgraded. Part of the Blitz upgrade, moving down from the cheap, seat, cheap seats, if I can speak, down to the VIP section, taking care of football fans all season long. It's the Tulsa Oilers and the Blitz 1170. Time out. We'll come back with more after this. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.